Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another Loving the Christ Life podcast. Great to be with you today, and boy, what a message we found in our archives from Warren Litzman today. It's going to be coming from 1 Corinthians, and something so special that Warren is able to get across to you about the liberating secret in the Bible that is life-changing. Let's get right into it. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. I'm Warren Litzman, sitting here in Dallas, Texas, ready to talk to you about the liberating secret. What is the liberating secret? The liberating secret is something God had in his mind. He, it wasn't hid to him, but it was to hid, hid from all humanity and hid, hid from everybody in the Bible. Nobody in the Old Testament talked about this thing. Jesus never talked about it. And so he gave it finally to the Apostle Paul, and we have it in written form now in most of our Bibles. And that was Christ in you. What is the liberating secret? It's Christ in you. It's not Christ with you. It's not Christ for you. It's not that Jesus died on the cross for you. It is that when he died, you died with him. Christ is the all in all. We don't get free of our sin, and we don't get free of our troubled life, except we read the scriptures that bear out and tell us plainly that when he died, we died with him. It'd be Paul saying in, in uh, the scripture, Galatians 2, and he says, I'm crucified with Christ. You want to you wanna go on a blessed adventure in your Bible? Go through Paul's epistles and mark out every time he uses the word with Christ. What does that mean? You were in Christ when he died, your old life died, Everything about you died, and when he resurrected, a new life come forth. You had a new life, just like Christ had a new life coming out of the tomb. Same Jesus. You're the same person, but you can have a, a new life in your trust for God. I come to talk to you about these things, because unless somebody talks about them, people may never know about them. Wouldn't it be awful to stand before God and he asked you, what do you do with the Christ I placed in you? Wouldn't that be a hard question to answer? How many people could answer a question like that? You think at the judgment seat God would ignore the fact that he put his blessed son inside of every believing sinner in the hope that they could grow up in him and be fair to come to his house to live? Do you think that would work? Do you think that's an innate part of the gospel? It certainly is. And that's where I am. I'm in 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 2, and I'm at the, the 12th verse. We've talked about that verse already a little bit, but we're going to go into it more. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, Paul says, we don't have the spirit of the world. We're not trying to be like the world. We're not trying to tell the world that Jesus is just exactly like you and he wants you to be just exactly like him. That's not our message. Our message is to preach the cross. Our message is to look at Christ hanging on a cross, dying for sinners, setting them free, making them whole, 
In his very body he carries the weight of sin for all sinners. And when he dies, that sin died. Has it been in your life, dear friend, somebody told you that your life of sin was dead? You may be sinning today, but did you know your past sin is dead? Dead as Christ was on that cross. It's dead to you. Well, you don't live like it. You won't find many preachers preaching like this. But if you get in Paul's epistles, you may even see that. Get into the books that Paul wrote. This book of 1 Corinthians is astounding. I'm just taking it line by line and word by word and learning myself as the Spirit gives me utterance. I'm learning. You will too. When you read these things, you'll know, you, you should read them out loud. If you're going to study the second chapter of 1 Corinthians, read it out loud in a room by yourself. Listen to what the Spirit has to say. And so this verse of Scripture says, Now we have received, not, big old word there, not the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. What does God want you to know? I sit here talking to people around the world on this computer broadcast, and they're saying, well, I don't know about any of that. I've never felt any of that. I've never seen any of that. They never read the scripture. You see what that scripture says? Even the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Multitudes of people who've been in church buildings under preachers are living today in misery, outright misery. You know why? Because they don't know the things of God that is already theirs. Not going to be. They are already His things in their life. Why should I talk about anything else? When the average person who follows God doesn't know what God has given them. Let me make that line clear. We have the Spirit of God in us that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Would you like to know that? Did you know the things you're worried over and the things you're troubled about may have already been given to you if you're a Christian and you don't know it? You never will learn it in the modern church. But you can get it out of the Word of God. Get you a good old Bible. Old translations are the best. Get it from an old Bible. Set it down and read it out loud to yourself. And you'll be amazed how much better you'll feel about you being a Christian. You being a Christian. We'll be back in just a moment. want to take a quick break here to remind you that these podcasts are readily available wherever podcasts are heard. If you have friends or family that you want to hear this message, and I hope you do because it's life-changing, this In Christ message, invite people to the podcast. We're getting so many great responses of how it's literally changing the lives of so many people. So wherever podcasts are heard, Places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, any of those kinds of places, 
you can find this podcast, Loving the Christ Life. Invite your family and friends to listen. Now, let's get back to Warren. Yeah. The scripture says here that we speak not in the words which man wisdom teaches. If I was going to tell you what the best man said, if I was going to tell you what the best man thinks, you know what it would mean to God? Nothing. Nothing. When Jesus gave the revelation to the Apostle Paul, he made it clear that there's not anything in existence that's going to take the place of what God has given sinners saved by grace. You know what God still had on his mind to make that kind of statement? It's simple. He remembers the horrible death of Jesus Christ on the cross. That's the way he deals with humanity, and that's the way we become Christians. By what is said and done at the cross, that's the way we become men and women that really do love God at the cross. At the cross. The spirit of man cannot lead us to anything better. Our world is all in a tether now over the new inventions in electronics. Just unbelievable things taking place. I've even had a hand in some of that myself. I sat talking to you in my office and in the front room of my home, whichever time is best. And I'm talking to you about the things of man. I'm talking to you about a camera that faces me as I face it. But I want to tell you, those things won't save you. Those things cannot save you. They can help you, but they cannot save you. What is salvation? John says in his epistle that the Son of God is what saves us. Except you know and practice the life of the Son of God. You can't be or kept saved. So our little line here is so very important. We only know the things of a man generally. I know that's so because so many people get in trouble, go down to the bookstore and buy the things of man. Do those things help? It is if he tells us Jesus is the reason. If he's been helped, if he says Jesus is the reason, you're not wasting your time. But if he's telling you that you can make more money, you can get out of your trouble, you can have this great thing or that great thing to happen to you, that's a shortcoming of what man has to offer. So the things of man hold nothing for us. Some good and some bad. But none actually needed to become what the Bible says God wants you to have. None. None of the great things being created today. None of the electronics being created today. Not a one of them 
It's going to make your entrance into the Father's house, your reason, your plan. They're not going to help you in any way like that. I'm not saying destroy them and get rid of them. I'm just saying don't let the things of man overwhelm you. You spend all your time with it. You do all your thinking from it. Don't let that happen. The last line of this 12th verse says, The Spirit which is of God. Did you ever feel God's Spirit? Did you ever have God talking to your mind? Most of us have got such a cluttered mind that if God had a word, he couldn't stuff it in there. It says, The Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. You get that? Wouldn't it be awful if you lived a lifetime and had to go to heaven to find out what all you had on this earth of God? You pick up the newspaper and you see how many got killed, how bad the storm was, what these foreign nations are doing, their dictators and so forth. Is that going to help you? Is that going to bring salvation? No. What's going to help you? Letting the mind be recharged by God so that you could know the things of God that no man knoweth, that no man knoweth but the Spirit of God. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that great? God is in control. God is over it all. God loves you. And he waits on you to turn to him in your moments of crisis. In your moments when you don't want to live another hour. In your days where you're just waiting for some day to get past so you can have a little peace. Listen. Tune in to God. Trust God. Put your faith in God. Actually, in God the Son. It's God the Son you need because He's the life that will straighten you out. He is the life that will be placed in you. He is the one in whom you will be baptized into. You understand that? You must be baptized into Christ. And when that baptism takes place, that washes away a multitude of junk. I'm not talking about water baptism. I'm talking about a spirit baptism. That when God puts Christ in you, it is in a clean place in you. That other place that you used to trust and depend upon has been washed away, taken away. It's been bombed by God and destroyed. At the cross, Jesus did all that. So it's up to you and I to get that fixed in our heart and mind. And I'm trying to do that on this broadcast. May God bless you today that are struggling and hurt. May God bless you today that are sick. If you knew Christ lived in you, you would have the healer. Christ the healer living inside of you. Who have you been trusting? What have you been doing with your sickness and disease?
You must have ignored Christ. You must have ignored him. I got to go. My time is up. I'll be back on this subject later. God love you. Bye-bye. What a great message from the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship with Warren Litzman. It gets better and better, doesn't it? Thank you for listening. I want to remind you that Warren's goal in life was to reach the world with this message. And we hope these podcasts are a little piece of the puzzle in doing so with these great messages that we bring you each week. Thanks to Robbie Litzman. Robbie, thank you for allowing us to go into these archives. Also, we want to thank Valerie Hill for her great job with the Twitter account. Tammy Laycock does an amazing job each week with the reports when you download the podcast and a summary of the message of that day. Wonderful to read. And, of course, our great producer, Teresa Ferraro of the Christ Life Fellowship. Hey, be sure and visit our website, Christ-Life.org. Again, Christ-Life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ Life.